deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, my friends. I'm about to begin the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, excited to host another edition you shouldn't be missing. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. It's July 26th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actress Sandra Bullock, rock singer Mick Jagger, late father of the famous Jackson family, Joe Jackson, and Corey Wise, one of the exonerated Central Park Five. Today on the national calendar is National Aunt and Uncle's Day and National Disability Independence Day and All or Nothing Day. On this date in history, in 1855, Berea College was founded, the oldest continually integrated college in America. In 1948, President Truman signed the executive order which made equal opportunity and treatment for all in the U.S. Armed Forces a requirement. The theme this month is The Heat Is On. Stop saying I wish and start saying I will. Put the pressure on yourself to be more aggressive with your own ambitions. Someone is out there holding their breath, waiting for you to fail. Make sure they suffocate. There are two things you can control, your attitude and your effort. If you know you can do better, then do better. Talking with T. Would love to feature your organization or business, become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back with special guest Kathy Mack, Community Engagement Manager for the City of Knoxville. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Oh 
Welcome back to Talking With Tea, Spilling the Tea. Are you ready for this? All right, listeners, right now I have a special treat for us today, and you know I'm Talking With Tea. We like to keep you educated and informed, and to do that, I have Kathy Mack, Community Engagement Manager for the City of Knoxville, and Kathy is new to this position. I think it's been about a year or so. Am I right, Miss Kathy? You're right. It's been exactly a year. All right. Well, we just want to know what you do. What is this position, and what do you do as far as community engagement and in support of several initiatives I know that you have going on under your umbrella? I'd like you to share that with us. Absolutely. First of all, it is a privilege to be talking with T. I am excited. (laughs) I am excited, so thank you for having me today. Um, the community engagement manager for the city of Knoxville, one of the biggest things that we are pushing with this role under Mayor King Cannon's initiative is the Empower Knox initiative, which is focused on our young people. We want to help build successful life outcomes for the youth here in the city of Knoxville. And to do that through a collaborative effort, uh, in collaboration, we're going to, in the hopes to provide some of these uncommon opportunities for young people. So what's been going on under this initiative One of the biggest things is our Summer in the City internship. So for the last eight weeks, we've had high school students come and shadow jobs here in the city, Uh, everything from public works to fire to KPD, and allow them not only to get the experience of shadowing these jobs, but to also earn some money this summer. Uh, Several of them will be graduating, going away to school, and some will be going back to high school. So we hope that it was an experience that they enjoyed and possibly pipeline into some city employment. So that has been a really big success that we're looking forward to. How old do you have to be to get in? 17 for that one. And it's every summer. And it's called Summer in the City. So uh, a great opportunity for young people, again, not only to to get that experience, but to earn some money and hopefully have a pipeline into some employment. Now, students and young people that want to apply for next summer, you said it ends uh, soon. So I know the program is ending for this summer, but for those who are interested in participating next summer, when should they start looking out for the application? Absolutely. If you are interested in this program for next summer, you can start looking for the application as early as April 2022. It's crazy saying 2022. But April 2022, we'll be having those applications ready to go, and the program will start from June 2022 and run all the way through to the end of July 2022. And And it's just for high school students. High school students, juniors, seniors. You're too old. Hey, not thought about it. I've seen some of the activities and things they were doing. I was like, how can I get in somewhere in the city? But I think we aged out. We aged out. That's all right. Okay. So <laughs> April of 2022, 
Mm-hmm. 17 and up in high school mm-hmm. can apply mm-hmm. for the Summer in the City opportunity, job shadowing, and earn some money. What else you got? We got the Mayor's Youth Council. Now, I am extremely excited about this Youth Council. The Youth Council, this is the first time we've ever had a Youth Council serve in this capacity. Uh, but through everything that we've seen has taken place, not only in our city, but just in general, our, we need to hear our youth voices. And this mm-hmm. is something that has been in the making for a, a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. So we've had the opportunity this year to select 17 outstanding individuals to help represent the youth movement here in our city. Uh, they have been meeting uh, monthly. Uh, they've been very engaged right now. They're in the middle of uh, policy for how they want this council to run, but we really want to utilize a lot of our youth voices and some of the decisions that we're making here in the city. Wow. So they will have an opportunity to influence some of the decisions that directly impact them and their community. And so these are youth from all over the city? Youth from all over our city. Youth from all over our city. 17 bright, merging individuals. I'll give you a quick example of what that engagement looks like. We just, uh, for the first time, uh, in the city, we ran a pilot, a summer violence uh, intervention pilot, where we wanted to provide funding for organizations here in the city who are serving uh, opportunity youth, youth who are at the highest risk of, of violence. Uh, and these organizations have been willing to engage uh, young people during the summer. And the city of Knoxville wanted to partner along with that and provide some funding for that. So when those applications were submitted, we had youth voices at the table say, okay, and one one application in particular came across the table and, and the, the youth at the table were like, this application makes me happy. This is what we want to um, see. So that okay. is when it counts, when our young people are speaking up and we're listening. They're not just talking, but we're listening to what they're saying to help shape some of the decisions that we're making moving forward. Well, I think that's amazing because obviously you're making them feel valued. And if we can groom citizens that feel valued, then I think we can create a new cycle of engagement for our community. And yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Do you have anything else up your sleeve? So we got the Youth Empowerment Council, you got Empower Knox, and you said the city has partnered with programs yes. that have provided opportunities for you. How about yes. how many? Thirteen you know? organizations were awarded. Okay. Uh, summer funding, um, and really organizations that are already doing amazing work, but say, you know, for the summer, we would like to engage young people, young people who would normally be engaged in our setting, and that's everything from if we were paying uh, their their program fee or paying them stipends to work in our setting, we're molding and grooming them and mentoring them for the summer, um, and they're getting paid to do it. Uh, so it's 13 organizations that were awarded funding for that, over $200,000 was awarded out for uh, this summer pilot program. And we're excited to see as the summer wraps up, that program started June and will run through September. Some of the results and the feedback that we've gotten from that, again, it's a pilot. It's a lot of kinks that we were working out, but we were really excited to, to see some of the organizations emerge and be awarded funding for that. Do you think you will be able to continue that for next summer? That is most definitely the hope. Uh, one okay. thing that we've seen over time that if you get young people engaged and involved and not just engaged in our programs to be in our programs, but to pay them the incentive piece uh, to get them engaged and involved and to connect with a mentor, uh, that's where we're going to see some long-term results at. So we want to make sure that we have every opportunity possible to continue to to provide that. 
And you mentioned that some of the organizations that received your support were ones that had been doing the work already. And I know that's important to us that we don't have the fly-by-nights, the pop-ups for people who have already invested um, some of their time, their energy, their creativity in trying to make a difference for the youth in our community. So I'm glad to hear that and glad that the hopes are that we get to continue that for next summer and maybe even uh, for future summers following that. And so is that dependent on funding and who's in office? It is. It is. One of the things is as the funding is available, we most definitely want to make sure that we're utilizing it in that capacity. But as we build out with the community support and the community collaboration, what violence interruption is going to look like for our city, we do know one of the things that we heard last year sometimes when we were hosting community conversations is that young people need to get engaged and involved. They need things to do, and they a lot of them want to work. I remember in my former role, I had the opportunity to work with young people, and it was like, Miss Kathy, we'll work. Like, we want to work. We want to make money. But at the same time, we know how to get it another way. So we wanted to make sure we provide opportunities for young people to not only, again, to be engaged and involved, but to earn some type of income um, to where they can do what they want to do with their money. They can have a way to to get things that they need and get it the right way and to connect with Mm -hmm. those mentors. Mentors are essential. Mentors are essential. Well, I know work experience, internship experience provides transferable skills. So those skills that the kids can take with them, time management, uh, workplace etiquette, workplace attire, and those types of things that will help them be competitive when they apply for their, quote, real-world job, even though that's a simulation (laughs) of what they're getting to experience. When they really start adulting, as we say, Mm -hmm. there are expectations, and we need to groom our kids early in that direction so that they're prepared um, for the opportunities that may be available for them. Well, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Well, I'll I'll share this. When you said grooming earlier, one thing I really appreciate about this particular pilot is that early as 12, 12 through 22 was the age for the the young people to be able to work this summer with these organizations who have received this funding. So we realized that once you get to high school, we were behind the ball. This grooming. Mm-hmm. We got to try to get them early. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. So thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So as a member of the community, yes, ma'am. Do people reach out to you for what? Like, if what would I reach out to you for? I know if I had a maybe a youth program or organization mm-hmm. that serves you. Is there anything else that's under your umbrella in which the community would reach out to you for support? Absolutely. One of the things that you mentioned is the organizations that are serving youth. We have the Mayor's Community Empowerment Roundtable, and that's Mm -hmm. over 74 different organizations sitting at that table. Also, if you are an organization and you uh, have some funding requests we have from our Community Empowerment Department, we have some small fundings that we can give out. So if there's something that you're doing that's tying into the Empower Knox Initiative that's empowering our young people, people that's empowering our communities, reach out to us for funding. And my actual email is kmac at knoxvilletn.gov. So you never know. Uh, I heard somebody say that a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the organizations that applied for our summer pilot program was like, they were surprised when I called them back that they had been awarded the money. So like we never get a funding for anything, but we want to see organizations thrive, and we're just here to support it. So our community is important. Uh, I'm a, a native from Knoxville. I love 
our city. I love our city, and I want to see it win on all levels. Well, thank you. I'm happy to see you in this role. It looks like you hit the ground running, and for that, we're appreciative. I'm also <laughs> glad that you took some time out of what I know is a very busy schedule to talk with T. And so uh, we're going to follow up with you again and get some updates from the pilot yeah. and yes, see ma'am. some of the outcomes. But I look forward to you uh, continuing this great work. Thank you so much. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. And now it's time for T's Tidbits, my review of trending news and hot topics. Although COVID cases are on the rise around the country, this past week, Just three states, Florida, Texas, and Missouri, accounted for 40% of all cases nationwide. According to the Daily Beast Online, conservative Tennessee radio host Adam Nashville, Phil Valentine, who had previously mocked COVID, is now fighting for his life after contracting the virus. He had previously stated in a blog that he would not get vaccinated because the odds of him getting the virus were, quote, pretty low. Family members who had previously declined the vaccine have now changed their minds after watching their loved ones suffer. Tennessee continues to rank among the lowest in the country for vaccination rates. And Knox County Mayor says that, quote, under no circumstances will I issue any new COVID restrictions. While WATE reported that Knoxville area hospitals are facing ICU capacity problems as COVID-19 spreads. While I'm on the topic of COVID, Newsweek reported that Shanita Russi caught COVID while working in Boston as a mobile respiratory therapist. She ended up in a medically induced coma and in the hospital for a month. Her medical bills are close to a million dollars. The media was full of reports about the surge in gun violence this past week. Between Saturday, July 17th and Friday, July 23rd, the gun violence archive tracked at least 915 shooting incidents. That's about a shooting every 12 minutes. These incidents left at least 430 people dead and 1,007 wounded. In total, more than 1,000 were wounded or killed in this week alone. In other news, Efforts to remove a bust of Nathan Bedford Forrest, a Confederate general and early Ku Klux Klan leader from the Tennessee Capitol, are finally successful as the seven-member state building commission voted five to two to remove the Nathan Bedford Forrest bust as well as bust of two other Tennessee military leaders. Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall declares racism a public health crisis. The mayor and the Salt Lake City Council acknowledged on Tuesday that racism harmfully impacts the mental and physical health of communities of color. And Meg Thee Stallion continues to make boss moves. She is the first female rapper to cover Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. And I have a few announcements. Don't forget about the back to school kickoff in Kumba night on Saturday, July 31st from 1 to 9 p.m. in front of the Muse at Chilhawi Park. It's hard to believe it's almost that time, but the school year is near. And in upcoming weeks, we will be sure to help you and your children get ready for a new school year. Also mark your calendars as we approach the 8th of August. 
There are several activities going on around the city that weekend, including the annual 8th of August Jubilee sponsored by the Beck Cultural Exchange Center. Activities will start at Dr. Walter Hardy Park on August 7th with fun and fellowship, vendors, music, and more. Then on August 8th, the Gospel Explosion will take place at the Beck. You can visit beckcenter.net for more information. There will be a City Council Candidate Forum Thursday, July 29th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the YWCA Phyllis Wheatley Center on Cruise Street. And make note, tax-free weekend begins on Friday, July 30th and ends August 1st. However, food purchases will continue through August 5th. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170, 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com, share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE and when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Old keys won't open new doors. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.